This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood from fear, loss, and heartbreak to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. And welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. And today we have White Dove Gannon, and she comes to us. Uh, she is an entrepreneurial mom of five who has built multiple businesses. So White Dove, welcome. And I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for taking the time for the interview today. Thank you, Tracy, so much for having me. I'm excited to get into this with you. Yeah, fantastic. All right. So this podcast is all about possibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you the question. Tell us about a time when you either overcame something or achieved something in motherhood that just felt impossible at first. Well, I'd say it was probably a culmination of multiple times, uh, just as you had mentioned in uh, kind of my little descriptor, my little bio of who I am. I've built multiple businesses and every single one of them have been in a completely different arena. And looking back, I didn't realize it at the time because of course, you know, we were raising babies and, you know, raising a family in in the midst of doing all of that. But shifting and pivoting to try to find that sweet spot that really goes together with motherhood, with being there present for my children. That's ultimately what I wanted to do. I couldn't articulate it at the time, uh, but in the struggle of not wanting to lose who I was or in the struggle of wanting to be present for my children and raise them myself, that, that was my choice. That's how I wanted to do it. I wanted to be able to still feel purposeful that I was contributing to the householder or I was contributing to the, the betterment of, you know, my local community, my family community, whatever. And so in seeking what that looked like, in seeking what that was going to be for me, I would build a business uh, and, and it ranged, you know, we can get into the, what they each were uh, later on, but they ranged from different, different um, spaces and different uh, business opportunities, all the way to realizing that not each one of them was quite right. So I would build something and then it would, it would go. And then I would find myself so invested into that, that business or so much time or so much, um, you know, energy that it was taking away from the very reason I was doing it. And so to me, that kept becoming impossible to the point that I really wanted to find what it was that I was meant to be doing, raising my children, but also being able to have a business. Where was that fine line? So my impossibility was that I couldn't find that fine line. I was either on one side or the other, but where was that middle? That was it. And I did, it took a long time for me, partly probably because I was just, I was a little bit of of a control master. You know, if I do this and I set myself to this or I put my identity on this, then I will become that. I will do everything in my possibility, my power to be that business owner, but then also try to time. And so I was like, oop, that's not doing it. So taking little bits and little pieces of each one of those is where I found 
after I let go all completely of the successful businesses I had, of pivoting, of the strategy side of it, I'm an uber strategist, but letting go of those pieces, then coming and saying, this is what I need to look for. What am I not seeing? And then re-focusing re, uh, on that piece of it. And it took a little bit more faith and a little bit more trust to see that part of it than it did to go build the thing. I love that. And I love that you you had built these successful businesses, but that they weren't working for you and your vision for what you want for your family and for you. And that you were able to pivot and pivot and pivot because I think so many of us, we get this idea in our minds and that that's it. That's what we're going to do regardless. Either we end up giving it up completely or we, we put ourselves completely in and then the rest of, you know, it's that, that work-life balance, which I don't believe there is a true work-life balance. I believe it's, it's inside of us when we can feel, and I, I like to call it harmony, when we can feel harmony inside then we can, and then it express more easily on the outside, but that, but that you were able to do that and that you, that you, that you, that you decided, okay, this is not working and I'm going to pivot and then I'm going to pivot. And I mean, that's life. That's been this whole entire year, hasn't it? For in that, all yes. areas. Yes. It's been just a constant yes. pivot. I mean, right up until the end, I just think the whole year is about pivoting. Absolutely. And pivoting in motherhood and being, being um, flexible, you know, that, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to try this. That's one thing for me is in motherhood is that I was so tight on every, on, on, I'm a God, I'm, I was, I'm a recovering control freak, you know, and that everything had to be a certain way. Motherhood just kind of opened that all up. And being an entrepreneur, those two mm-hmm. things, they open you up to a whole, whole new can of worms, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, they absolutely so, do. So, tell us a little about a bit about your backstory and um, and how you got to be where you are right now. Mostly because I would try and then move move along, and and, and the pivot never came in a moment or um, within a couple of months. I always gave the business ventures the opportunity to do something because it really really wasn't until later on down the road, you know, in the journey of the particular um, goal that I set in front of myself for the business that I would realize that, oh gosh, it's taking from this side of my world in order to make this work. Um, But we started out with a multi-seven figure construction business. We had that for 13 years and our first son was born um, and kind of grew up for his first three years, really just being a part of the office and being a part of the business with mom and dad. Uh, We had, it was a good size. We had employees, we had fleets of equipment. We had a very niche uh, construction specialty that we did. And then in the midst of doing that, when that was running really well on its own, I opened up a retail kids consignment store. And I thought, oh, I could take my boys because we had our second child at that at that time, our, our second oldest son. And I was like, oh, I could just take my boys to that. That would be, you know, much more conducive. Besides it fed my creativity. I got to meet other moms. They brought their really amazing clothes in there. I was, this was back in the 
in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, I'm dating myself a little bit right there, but been able to buy lots of clothes a lot, you know, uh, off of eBay when eBay was starting to just, you know, have opportunities to see it that way. I originally was thinking it was going to be an eBay business, but then I was like, oh, no, we can actually make this a retail thing. And that would be really cool. Very fun. Not a very good, uh, not, I'm not good with retail. I realized that. But then the only reason we left that was because we moved out of the area. We moved completely about 50 miles away into the mountains. And so that was just, the location was not going to work. It was at that point that I realized that a location specific business probably wasn't going to be my best option. I needed to have something that was going to be a little more fluid. That being said, in 2006, we moved to Kansas for five years and built a sustainable farm. That one I didn't actually go into as a business venture. I was, uh, we were pregnant with our fourth and I was just like, we've got 160 acres here. Let's just, you know, let's put animals on it. Let's live off the land. Let's do all the reasons that we came to Kansas. And, and we had moved our construction company out there as well. So we, we built that business over the course of five years to a very good size where we were one of the only um, all meat producers, uh, wholesaler retails for, for the farmer's market up in Kansas City, Overland Park in the Kansas City area. I uh, had a very diverse offering, uh, very value added. It was really a neat experience, but there was a point where that was not going to continue to move forward. And, and that's a whole different story. That one, that one was, that business was probably the closest of my kids being um, heavily involved with my business, being able to go out and tend to the animals, you know, gather the eggs, you know, move the pigs, the cows. I mean, it's all, it all sounds very romantic and it is, but it is definitely a lot of hard work as well. Not opposed to hard work. It just is, it's labor intensive. Uh, we were doing it ourselves sustainably. And then uh, when we moved back to Colorado in 2011, we, I decided to um, do the smart thing and I'm air quoting that smart because I needed to stop doing these little hobby things of just, you know, building something and decided that I would, you know, go to school while my kids were in preschool and elementary school. I would take online and then um, in-person classes when I could to get a degree and started a little tiny bookkeeping business, just that one naturally started on its own. I thought I'll take this somewhere, but I'm going to get a business coach this time and I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm going to uh, make great decisions. And I'm going to treat this as a business and not a hobby from the get-go. And the second meeting I had with that business coach, I just looked at her and I said, Amy, what happens when I'm bored with this in two years? She said, what do you mean? And I said, because I know myself after the first year I've conquered something. And then I start, you know, wandering off on what can, what else can I do? And at the time I didn't realize that what I was doing there is saying that there wasn't a fit. It wasn't quite right. I wasn't adding up. Now the business, if I took it from the early stages and moved it forward, now the business is going to require either I treat it as, you know, spend more time in it, which was traditionally ha what happened or I would have to outsource and hire people. And that meant I'd have to babysit adult humans, which I didn't want to do. You know, I had my children. I didn't want to just, you know, do that with adults. I wanted to be in the creative side of it. And she said, let's not worry about that. Let's just, you, let's just move to, let's just get to that point first. Okay. So, all right, fair enough. I did end up, I'd say within about two, two and a half years, I did end up 
starting to position myself looking at what was possible out there and in doing so created my first online uh, membership in the bookkeeping accounting space a, a do yourself opportunity that I hadn't seen and it filled a void but again my creativity jumped in and said how can we make this better and then I found myself in in 2017 beginning of 2018 where my accounting business was doing great amazing clients six figures you know had had been successful when I wasn't even actually focusing on that for that particular business I was just doing the things and um, I I was not in love with it I was doing you know nine hour days ten hour days twelve hour days sometimes I did go into deciding to hire people and had three employees. Uh, that I rotated between. I even tried the remote side of it where they were just contractors. And I just, it, it was not my thing. Not, it was just not my thing. Not that that's bad. It just was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to have some freedom to be able to ebb and flow through things a little bit differently than having a plate of clients that are, are dependent on a specific, you know, skill set and service being provided. And if these employees decided to move on, I had a workload that I was not going to be able to complete myself. And that made me nervous. I didn't want right. to run into that situation. So I said, I can't, I can't do this. I cannot do this anymore. I don't want to do this work. This is not the lane I'm supposed to be in. So at the end of 2018, I gave my clients a three month uh, window of transition to say, we're not going to renew contracts. I am, you know, shifting into a different direction. I didn't know what that direction was going to be. So that's when I stopped trying to just go and create something. And that's where my journey of beginning to step back look and see what it was that I was missing in all these different little ventures. What was I not connecting with? I mean, you'd think every single opportunity where I was, I would find, find white of sweet spots somewhere. And I just wasn't. So it was time for me to just ch step back and just say, what is it that I'm not seeing? I need to focus on that, then recreate from there. And that's what, that's what brought me to where I am today is by completely letting that go, completely surrendering to my ability to create something and make it financially dependable to really uh, letting go of my ability to do that. And that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And look at the journey. They're, the businesses oh seem like they were very, very different. And that's, they were. that's a cool thing, right? That you've done this and you've done this and it all, you know, sometimes we feel like, I did this, that they feel random, but they've all led you. I mean, when you can look back on it, they all led you to, to what you're doing now and, and, right. and learning how to listen to yourself when it was time to let them go and really listening to your intuition. I think that's fantastic. So we are going to do a full interview with White Dove. Thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your journey with us. And I'm really excited to share the full interview with our listeners. All right. Remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Vision Driven Mom. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, head over to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com and join the five-day Regain Control of Your Life Challenge, where I will guide you in creating a life vision that is ideal for you. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.